Hello and welcome to Filling in the Gaps. I'm Justin. I'm Darren. Here on Filling in the Gaps, we typically talk about puzzle games and puzzling movies. Today we are going to talk about a game called Psychonauts 2. Wow, in, in on this fairly quickly? <laughs> Only six months late, maybe? I don't know. By the time this comes out? A year late? Well, it came out in uh, August of 2021, so a couple years. Was it that long ago? It was that long ago, <laughs> yes. We'd been kind of waiting for a deal. Oh, I that's believe. right. We were waiting for a sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got it for me for my birthday. Yep. And then I played about a month later, after you'd already started. But and, I finished um, way later. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> just full disclosure... I played it a month ago. Yeah. And I knew, like, that was the thing is I kind of put off playing Psychonauts 2 because I know what I'm like as a player. And I knew... You know what I'm like as a player as well? well yeah. So I was kind of <laughs> waiting for you to get a little bit further because it is a longer game. But I also, I knew once I started, I would just want to live Psychonauts until it was done kind of yeah. thing. So for me, this is one of those games where I knew... I needed a chunk of time, so I kind of waiting until I had a lot of work stuff aside and some yeah. other stuff aside so that I could really focus on, here's a week mm. that I'm going to devote to it. Yeah, and then probably month, month and a half later. Finally, I roll around. I roll around, yay! <laughs> hey man, remember that game we were going to do like three months ago? And there were times where you were bringing stuff up and I was thinking... I'm not sure I remember that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I could have helped you, you know, a month ago. It is a double fine game, uh, but it's published by Xbox Game Studios. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know what the deal is there. I don't know what the the the, the, the thing behind that is because Double Fine have always self-published. So typically, so I'm wondering with this one if just they knew it was going to be bigger and they needed more money than they could normally do on their own. Maybe they just got a really good deal to do mm -hmm. it that way. Yep. I don't think there's any delay for it getting released on PC, though. No, I, I, Xbox recently, especially around that 2020, 2020, 2000, uh, until now, Xbox has been on an absolute rampage of uh, publishing stuff and acquiring studios. They, 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 they acquired Bethesda in like a multi-billion dollar deal recently um they're just they're just going wild with with uh, their acquisitions they even tried to get, they even tried to get um activision recently but that was blocked by the european whatever's because they're like whoa 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 slow down guys you can't just have everything <laughs> um but yeah but yeah I, i'm guessing money um uh, because it's it looks like a lot of work went into this one this one is way i actually went back to look at psychonauts one and it's not not just because of the time difference but there's a huge difference between the two games like there is yeah visually story-wise um voice voice acting wise maybe, well maybe maybe not so much voice acting wise i wouldn't say i also wouldn't say it's that different visually i just think that the technology oh, it's way more polished man well polished yes but what the old game looked like when it was made Oh, yeah, it was still good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not not not, yeah. not taking away from that, but you can't you can't sit there and tell me that this game looks the same as the first one when it d definitely does not. Aesthetically, it does. Yeah, and that to me is one of the big things about Psychonauts and also Psychonauts Two. Hmm. But I don't know what difference 
is it the money or is it the time and the technology? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you look at Broken Age, Broken Age also looked way better than the original Psychonauts. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is. They've got recently. They seem to have just developed this style of. It's almost like what just watching a an. It's like watching a cartoon in front of you. Almost, it's like an, almost like an animation. It's really, really good. Recent reviews very positive, overwhelmingly positive overall. I'm not surprised. I think that this is a great sequel to the original. We have not played Rhombus of Ruin because I believe that is VR only. No VR, yep. Some of the dialogue will reflect things that we've missed because of that. Mm-hmm. But you can still, like, the game still fills you in, so you don't have to really worry if, like us, you couldn't play that one. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it came out in August of 2021. At base, it's about $60, but now the sale is, it goes to 50%, right? So I'm expecting during the big Steam sales, it'll probably hit the 50% again. Yeah. And I played it for about 26 hours, and there's still more stuff I could do. Yeah, because the game ends, and it's like, here's another, keep going. (laughs) It's basically Skyrim. (laughs) There is a lot for the completionist, yeah. if that's what you want. I'm not a completionist. I'm a sort of, I guess, how long to beat. It's always main game, right. extras, and completionist. I'm always in the extras. I do a little bit more, right. but I don't do a lot. And I often stumble on some parts that take longer than it should. But I would say it's it's very solidly like a 24, 25-hour game. It's a 20-something-hour game. Yeah, I go to the end. I watch the... Very long credit sequence. We're going to warn you of that. (laughs) If you have not played, and if you're listening to this just to see if we recommend it, I think we both would. I would not recommend watching the credits. I normally do. I always do. But can you skip them? I think there is a way to skip them, Because I know in-game you can hold down the space bar and and it'll skip uh, cutscenes, so maybe you can skip Well, in fact, I know that I did either skip it or leave it in somehow. Because... They had a ton of backers for this. They had more backers than I've ever seen on any project ever. They had more backers than all the indie games combined. You have multiple columns of names. Yeah. <laughs> and it goes for... I looked it up because I was I sitting there it. thinking, I, how long can this possibly be? Yeah. And I think at one point I went to wash a couple of dishes or something it's thinking, going on. all right, I'll, I'll listen. And then when it changes, I'll come back. Yeah. And it just kept going, yeah. kept going. Yeah, it's like, no, we're only at L. <laughs> and then you were streaming. I think I hopped into your stream thinking, okay, well, I'll just let that play in the background. Right. Because there's not a lot of visuals. The visuals start to repeat as well. Yeah. yeah. And so I just figured, yeah, I'll watch you stream for a bit. And I think I tried to warn you in stream that the credits were insanely long, but that again was probably like a month, month and a half ago. Yeah. So you actually sat through the full twenty minutes. <clears throat> I got up. I did the same as you. I went to the, went to the bathroom. I did. I poured around in the kitchen a little bit. Came back. It's like yeah, because it's alphabetical. It's like whoa, what? We're only on J's. All right, can't, can't come back. We're only on M's. It's like yeah. oh, we're getting to the the T's and the U's now. That is long, man. That was like 15 minutes of, of Kickstarter backers. I basically looked it up. And when it said 20 minutes, I, I was like, <laughs> nope, I'm out. I'm out. It was just not much, unless there's an achievement for doing or something like that. I didn't see anything like that. So. No, no, no. And I was always looking, you know, we're all trained to like 
be wary of the the end post credit scene, you know. Mm-hmm. But no, no, no. The game just it, it ends very abruptly, and then it starts up again. But it's like, yeah, you get dialogue again, and like looks like there's looks a bit like, more you could do. It's a sort of after game, which I want to talk about more in the spoiler mm-hmm. section. Yeah, I really appreciate that they do in the credits put all of the backers. I really appreciate that. But me, I don't want to sit there and watch it. So I'm not sure what the happy medium is here. I think it's fine. I think the happy medium is what they did. We're going to put all the names up there, but you can skip out of it if you want. Yeah. Yeah. As far as the gameplay, very similar to the original as far as the combat and what you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. The same kind of extra things to look for, the emotional baggage where you have to connect with the tags. That is from the original. Half a mind. Yeah. Yeah. Though I don't think he kisses it in this one. No. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of the characters from the original, they make references to it as though it... (laughs) Though I think in their world, it's been about seven days. Yeah, it's not been that long at all. It's not been 20 years. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But the combat for me in this one is better, actually. There's quite a lot. It's way smoother. And yeah, it, it felt a lot... Mechanically, the game feels... It just feels much more polished. Much better. And yeah. that, to me, that's the polish that I mm-hmm. that I noticed, and that's the one that I like the best. Yeah. There are still a few things that didn't quite work the way it should. We'll probably get to those in the spoiler section. But overall, Psychonauts 2 is fun. It's cute. I don't like the story as much, but I can't get into why until I get into the spoiler section. But it's decent. Mm-hmm. Voice acting is good, and a couple regular cameos in there. Yep. Well, I'm not even sure if cameos would count. They play characters, mm-hmm. but there they are. It is very much double fine. It is very much Psychonauts two. It is mostly exploration, but there is some sort of there is though some puzzle platforming, trying to figure out how to get different extras and different things that you're trying to do. So there is a bit of a puzzle element to it, but I would say the puzzle element is not the most important or strongest part of the game. Mm -hmm. It's much more about the platforming and exploration and following the story, I think. And just having fun. I felt like this game was more like they were just like, right, just writers, go for it. Just make it all, make up whatever you want. And we'll, we'll put it in there, no holds barred, because some of the stuff in here is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> and um, and I like what they've done with it. It's like they've taken, you know, it's not often you find in a, in, a, in a game where they can manage to turn a maternity ward into a casino. Let's put it that way. <laughs> you, know, it's, you know, where you're playing roulette for babies. It's like, what? It's mad, absolute madness, and I love it. Okay, so minor spoiler already. <laughs> we recommend it. If you haven't played, we would say to play it because we're going to give away story. We're going to give away probably a couple of the sort of puzzle and hidden elements. It's worth playing. And I would say, especially at the half off, it's now at the price where I think that that's, that's where I would play it at. Yeah, it's well worth it. Well, I mean, I nearly bought it and then you said, wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah, you were going to buy it. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but there it is. I think it's it's high time, as Darren's already creeped into the spoiler section. We better get to it. So 
If you have not played, we highly recommend you go and play. If you really don't care about spoilers or if you've already played, well, uh, you can join us. For the rest of you, here it is your spoiler warning. Okay, so I've got seven pages of notes. I um, have zero. That's <laughs> typical for you, typical for me. But this is longer than I would normally do for most games. And there'd be a lot of stuff that I could kind of skip through. So I'm not exactly sure how detailed I want to be as we go through. I'm worried that this would turn into like a three-hour episode. And at that point, <laughs> it just is a bit longer than it needs to be. We can't knock the Star Wars episode off the top rank for length. <laughs> there are warnings of the game of serious mental conditions that are tackled here with like PTSD, anxiety, those kind of things. They also have a link for mental health resources, takethis.org, and uh, I think there was some other resources as well. And then the game begins. We have a cutscene with Rasputin Aquato. So Raz is back. And same, I think for the most part, they were able to get all the same actors again. Sounds like it. He's dictating a letter to <laughs> one of his psychic magazines. <laughs> telling basically the rhombus of ruin story that we've missed out on so right. here we're going to be filled in it also recounts a lot of what happened in psychonauts one kind of spoiler if you haven't played psychonauts one but kind of necessary if you haven't played psychonauts mm -hmm. one to get in here and get an idea of what's going on we're told that the mission is to find out who hired dr lobato from the first game right that there's somebody else more clever behind all of it. And the whole thing was to kidnap Truman Zanato, mm -hmm. I think, which is Lily's father. Is yep, that right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. And he's the head of the Psychonauts, and he's been he's been taken out. So Agent Forsyth is like the second in charge. So she's the one that's taken over. Yeah. We see Raz board in a cubicle at Psychonauts headquarters. Though we're going to find out this is not Psychonauts headquarters. <laughs> he's just doing a sort of well for us it's the tutorial right for him it's a training mission trying to get some information i believe he and lily go to a meeting in the morale corral <laughs> really funny name. the coach talks about lobato and all the stuff uh from i think like the again a lot of references to the first game in this one and saying how he's so converted but again this has been about five days <laughs> at this point something yeah. like that we're going to follow lobato who there is a funny bit in that meeting where i think he gets employee of the year or something mm -hmm. and he kind of catches on to the fact that it isn't real or something's wrong so he starts running away yeah and so we have to run through all of this we have to learn about the combat and we have to learn about wall jumps and moving stuff with our mind. All sorts of stuff that we actually... I, I like that we start with powers. Mm -hmm. Because I thought this was going to be a God of War scenario where every game we start off with all our powers and then they're taken away and we have to <laughs> go find them again. and get one at a time <clears throat> again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, no, there, there isn't that. No, I like that, and I don't, I don't like the way that, to me, that learning new power thing really 
slows the game down because it's like, all right, here's another tutorial on how to use it. Here's a bunch of cannon fodder for you to try this out on. It's like, no, this game's like, here's all your powers. Learn how to use them now because you're going to be using them the entire game. Yeah, and you need to get good at using them. We have the sensors that we had from the first game, but we'll have some other enemies. In this game, we have cheerleaders, Mm -hmm. which... They're annoying. Are annoying, both from just their voices Mm -hmm. and what they're chanting, to also the fact that they keep healing... And moving. And moving all the enemies around, and they're a bit tough to target, I found. Yeah, yeah, Slow worked well for them for me. I could if I could slow them down, then I could bash them. But they buff the they buff your enemies, and yeah, you you really gotta you gotta take you have to take them out first, otherwise you're gonna have a real bad day. There are bad thoughts. What was it intrusive thoughts? What was it called? The little scribbly ball kind of things that you had to you had to do use clairvoyancy to find out what was making them upset and then you there was like a little heart in a cage and you would pound that and then that would get rid of them that was a cool enemy i like i like those guys you have big sensors oh yeah the big big rambo ones yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's also the sort of wolf demon things that oh, are that's super the, fast that's the intrusive thoughts yeah or you something like that you definitely have to use slow for them that's what they're basically slow is designed to stop them they teleport all over the place yeah as well as a lot of platforming that you can do mm. with that just so many different enemies and the thing for me is the boss fights though they could be annoying were pretty much always interesting yeah yeah all the boss fights were so, so some of them were super annoying like i was like god and especially some of the checkpoints on the bosses are like oh you're dead you're doing it from the start like you're going with, and you and you have to watch the cutscene <laughs> again you know not ideal for me but yeah. No, that is a real problem, and I would really prefer if they had at least put you past the cutscenes. They do, they do have a skip options, but yeah, it's... Uh, you still have to hear the beginning of it every yeah, time. Yeah, and then you, and then when you do skip it, you're just like, okay, well, fine. There you go, launch right into yeah. the middle of it. Like, oh, give me, give me, give me a few seconds at least. Um, but no, the boss fights were always well thought out. And they all had a kind of secret mechanic to them. And it wasn't just like, hit them in the face until they go away. There was always something that you had to do. But the option to always hit them in the face was always there. So if you couldn't work out what the mechanic was, you could cheese your way through every boss fight just by using the side blast, basically. Uh, But it would take you a long time. Yeah, I did power up the side blast. Probably that was one of the things I did most early on. <laughs> I went through, I don't know, 10 hours of the game going, why is everybody so strong? Why am I so weak? I had something like 27 stars to spend or more, maybe, maybe 37 stars. I hadn't powered up for 10 hours, man, and all these stars. <laughs> Whereas I was leveling up constantly thinking, wow, they've leveled this up very well. <laughs> <laughs> I, but the thing is... It, the, 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 you must have felt like a god after you oh, man, unleashed I, all your I got powers. through the game quite well, but then they just, they just hit a point where I was just like, man, the difficulty in this game is really, really ramped. And then I was like, oh, oh yeah, I've got the power-up page. And then I was like, just like a kid in a candy store, just buying everything, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, god mode enabled. Did you power up because i tried to warn you to power up the what was it like hidden thoughts there's some sort of yeah i didn't hit, I, did, I didn't do that one 
See, I tried to warn you to do that one early on so you wouldn't have to redo some levels just to go back for those. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. I understand what type of game this is. Mm -hmm. But I don't always like having to redo levels with new powers mm -hmm. to get, not achievements as much as just getting the half brain so that I can have more health or getting the luggage tags like those kind of things. I don't really want to have to go back and keep redoing levels over and over again. No, it's not it's not my thing. Did you do it? Did you go back through a lot of the levels? I, I went through a few. I didn't do I know there was the the hall what's called the Hall of Memories or something like that. Um it there's a tutorial that shows you that it's there. I never once went back. And I appreciate that. It's like they've they've said like you can go back, but you don't have to. And mm -hmm. so I, I, I love that because I, I don't want to. Um, now, I powered up my slowdown, side blast, punch, fist, hand-to-hand um, -hand combat. Those were my three mains. Powered up the ball a little bit. Um, and that's about it. And, oh, and the, um, the sidekick, like the telekinesis, I powered that up so I could like wrench things out quicker and lob them at people. Those were my, my, my main five mains. But yeah, no, no, I, I like I like the fact that they have the option there. Like, yeah, you can go back and find all this stuff. Because I don't know. I mean, the worlds are really nice, and there's a lot of there's a puzzle element to that. It's like, how do I get up there? Yeah, that to me is the biggest puzzle element: finding those extras. Yeah, and so that that's cool. It's just like that's, but that's not what I'm personally there to play the game for. And that, but I, but at the same time, they're like, but you don't have to do that. And I like that. And like in the Arkham games as well, there's thousands of collectibles but they're like yeah it's just extras well until one of the games where it's like it unlocks a different ending which is total bs but um but yeah so yeah it's it's uh it's it's a it could potentially be a huge game but yeah not for me i just want to see the story yeah as far as bosses there's also what is it like distracting thoughts or something little bugs that are flying around as well those can be a bit hard oh, to hit. Oh, they drop the they drop the big like anvils on you or something like that. They drop or mine sometimes. Well, that's that's later. I think they're the the little ones that you deal with at first. Ah, right. Okay, yeah. But yeah, yeah, you brought up another enemy as well. Like there's so many mm -hmm. in this game. After a while, it definitely does hit the. Well, I've seen these guys mm -hmm. enough before, but I think they did a decent job of varying up the combinations. Yeah. So that you still felt like you were getting something and introducing all of these even the little enemies at first they're sensors and big sensors and i think the little bugs mm -hmm. and you'll see those for a long time and then slowly adding in all of the other stuff so that it can keep it fresh yeah yeah and i found that the platforming in this game to be much more forgiving than the first one as well they've definitely the first game was very very i don't know like i'm gonna say vertical like it was a lot of climbing up and getting to higher up places they've kind of well, I'd say almost cut that in half maybe even more it's like yeah that's not that wasn't as much fun because a lot of falling down a lot of failures it's like let's just keep everything kind of on a more like two or three story level kind of thing and I, I appreciate that about the platforming in this game too there's also nothing I mean minor spoiler here for the first game but mm -hmm. there's no level that I hated like I hated the meat circus the meat circus yeah yeah and that to me is a huge plus mm -hmm. <laughs> it it says to me that they learned yeah. from that and have made this one just far better. Yeah. Story-wise from there, the idea is somebody hired Lobato but also blocked his mind 
he doesn't even remember. They have to go back to actual headquarters, and this is where we find out Raz is not actually a psychonaut, but he can become an intern. <laughs> yeah, and he's more than happy for that. I love how nerdy Raz is, man. He's so funny. But to become an intern, he has to do a number of things, and some of those are having to deal with the hazing of the older students, the mm. older interns. Yeah. I felt like in the first game, we got to know a lot of those kids. To me, it felt in a better way than it did these kids in this game. Mm -hmm. Especially when we get to a boss fight where they're trying to help out. And <laughs> one guy says, do this like I showed you. And I'm like, when did you show him? <laughs> I saw you when you locked me in the room. And now, like, <laughs> there's not really... A lot of setup. You do get more about them later as you play through. Mm -hmm. But I felt, especially early game, they wanted us to love them, but I didn't know them. And yeah. even by the end of the game, I didn't really care about them as much. There were so many characters, and we didn't get a lot of time with most of them. Yeah. So I didn't really feel the attachment to a lot of characters Outside of the ones that I knew from the first game. Yeah, that's that's one, maybe a, a sacrifice that they had to make was because the game is so big and there's so many characters and the plot is, is what it is. It's like maybe they had to sacrifice getting to know certain characters and they're like, well, hopefully they've played the first one and, they've got, and they know who Lily is and they have feelings about that. And like I, Sa Sasha's great as usual. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like who are the main Forsyth um, and Ford are your, the two main ones in this game? I would say that you interact with the most. Maybe not even Ford that much, but Ford is a big part of the quest. Actually, I would say Ford because of all the quests. Mm. I actually think Forsyth not as much early game maybe, but mm. then but, you but kind you, of leave that and you yeah. don't. I mean, she has a quest much. dedicated to her as well, and she's she's, she's got a lot of stream time. But so, so for me, that she and Ford felt like the the two biggest names. But, um, but yeah, for, for for the for the most part, you did feel like you were on your own, and not not as a team. So at the yeah, at the end, it's like, yeah, we're all in this together. It's like, are we? I've I've done all the heavy lifting here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the headquarters area was great. Oh, was so much better than the camp in the first game, man. So much better, well laid out. I, I was like, oh. This is what I want. <laughs> I don't want to be running around like an idiot everywhere. And the loadings, did you notice the loading screens in this? They're like hidden almost. There's some screens, there's some sections that you, you do have to load into and you get like the flamingos or something like that. You know, you get yeah. like the beavers and stuff like that. But there's huge sections of this where it's loading in behind the game playing. And so it's very, very smooth for a lot of it, especially this main hub area. It's pretty cool. They've done a good job with the making everything feel like very transitional like smooth smoothness there is the rat character i forget his name oh it's like yeah henry or something yeah. like so, yeah, so <laughs> boris you know whatever yeah that rat we need him with a bit of clairvoyance to get out of the it was so stupid though <laughs> i we grew up where this was in half the teen movies oh give us your clothes and we'll give you a new set to try on. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, him, I wonder what's happening here. Lock him in his underwear, and then yeah. he has to find his way out. Then we can actually, I guess, have the first 
class session kind of thing. Mm. And we, yeah, that's, I think, where we start to get inside of her mind, like Forsyth, and we can change her mind, and that causes all sorts of problems. Yeah. There's a minor puzzle in there where you have to do the... Connect the thoughts together. Yeah, yeah. With, with the words, and so trying to put them in order. But when we really get into her mind, that's where, to me, the game really begins. Yeah, because this is this is basically a baby baby casino, isn't it? So it's like she's got some. We 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 change our mind to let us go in the mission. So it's risky, but the risk is worth the reward, or something like that. And then that somehow translates into a gambling addiction, <laughs> um, and so we kind of mess up her mind. Yeah, yeah. So you've already talked about the slot machines. We sort of have to rig. There's a race we have to. Oh rig yeah, there as well. Things, yeah. We have to, yeah, because it's like, like that's safe. You got to do, you got to get three gold coins, so you have to win three sections. And one of them is the horse race, one of them is the slot machines, and one of them, one of them is the pachinko machine. That's, that's right. right. Yeah, that one to me, that one could have used a bit of work. I was lost. I I failed so many times in that, and I was getting a bit like frustrated by it. Yeah. Yeah, and wasn't quite sure. That is one thing with the game is there a number of times in the game I wasn't quite sure exactly what I was supposed to be doing. Yeah. I had an idea. Mm-hmm. Pachinko I understood, but I didn't understand that I needed to get something out of the way and then having to sort of bounce down and find a way to bounce up to get in there mm-hmm. was way more complicated than it needed to be and the reward for it as far as like doing it many times, there just wasn't a lot of finding extra stuff or getting extra currency or something that would make the replay of it, especially mm-hmm. in especially in a sort of gambling casino thing, you'd expect to be making some money in right. some way. So they could have done that and then it would have felt like, well, at least I got two currency while I did it each time. Mm-hmm. Something like that. But you don't get that. Some titanium or something like that, yeah. 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 <laughs> I love the fact that you have to choose the level, though, on a giant die. Mm -hmm. And there actually, I think there's at least one section which is just extra stuff to find. Right. Go in and you can find the extra stuff. The the characters we meet in here are kind of interesting. It's very double fine esque here. I enjoyed this a lot. It's a good. It's a good. It's a good introduction into the game, like how trippy and how weird it can get. And then also having to admit to Forsyth what. We had done as Raz. Yeah. And, and she's then, like, really? That's fantastic. <laughs> she's so happy that you've, you've you've managed to do this to her. But then we need her help in order to go back to a memory from earlier, but actually work it out. Mm-hmm. And even though Raz messed up doing this, he helps her out in the long run. Yeah. And that that to me is good. That's a good story arc. I like the way that that one worked out for the most part. I have throughout the whole thing, listeners know me. I I have niggling things throughout, but I'm going to try to trim down on those (laughs) because overall I did really like it. And looking back at it a month later, I still look back at it with a lot of fondness and know that I will probably play this one again in the future. I think I'd be more likely to play Psychonauts 2 again than Psychonauts 1. Just Me because too. of the mechanics mm-hmm. and how much smoother and how much more logical a lot of things feel. Mm-hmm. And I still feel like I'm getting that Psychonauts, yeah. you know? As we go through, I think 
I'm really going to hit into paraphrasing and just looking at stories in bigger chunks. Yeah, because there's a lot of stuff to digest here as well. Yeah, and there are a lot of great details that I would Mm. love to talk about. But again, I don't want this to be five hours. Yeah. So (laughs) if we're going to try to make this a, a normal episode length, let's just sort of break it down into sections. Love the first section, love the headquarters. Probably the best of the hub areas. There are at least three, mm-hmm. what I would call hub areas in this game. Yep. Maybe four, depending on how you count the sort of campground area. There's a lot to find, a lot of hidden stuff around, a lot of locked doors. So you know that you're going to come back to that later. Oh, I never went back to the post office to squeeze my way through the letterbox. <laughs> well, you still that. could. Yeah. Because <laughs> that, that's one of the first ones you're like, how do you get in these doors? It's like, I could squeeze through there if I was really tiny. Like, and I got that ability way towards the end of the game. So it's like, yeah, I need to go back. I want to find out what's behind the post office door, at least. Probably nothing. Probably just a brain or, or a tag or. Paper Raz, I didn't like. But it's, it's hard to use, but it's like, it's, they, it's made, a gimmick. they made him annoying on purpose. There is one of your star things you can pay for is to make him less annoying. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) I think to get him to speak less because he's just chattering away incessantly. Stop. Stop. I don't need you to do that. (laughs) But a, a cool addition, especially when it comes to the puzzle element. Oh, he can fit through there and pull the lever. He can fit through there and get me the half a brain, those kind Mm. of things. I think that's kind of what I want to say about the main hub area, at least Mm -hmm. for now. I mean, there are a few quests related to it. I think the Nick John Smith, that thing comes up here. Yeah. That's one of those, one of the first things that happens, isn't it? The, the mail, you get sent to the mail room basically as part of your intern training. Played by Elijah Wood with no brain. He's constantly getting stuck in all the machinery and those kind of things. You have Truman Zapato, which is not at this point, or sorry, you have Truman Zanato, not at this point, but not too far in where he's lying unconscious in the office, but he's actually not unconscious, mm-hmm. we find out. And he tasks Raz with finding the mole because he's sure there's a mole here. And it's kind of like, I understand, but. It feels kind of awful to have him be on his own when he should be able to trust somebody (laughs) (laughs) in all of this. There should be somebody he should be able to seek for help. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if they did that with the thinking of this will make us suspicious of Truman, Mm -hmm. which worked. I wasn't sure. Yeah. But we're going to get into the bigger story soon. And that to me is where it starts to get a little bit weak, but that's, I think more my personal thing than it will be for the average player. Let's get into the next hub area. So the next hub area, we are going to start getting the gang back together, essentially. Because (laughs) there were the original six or seven founders of the Psychonauts. And Lily's grandfather was one of them. Mm -hmm. I, I think. Is that the way it worked? Or was Truman... One of the originals. Yeah, it was like Truman. Was, uh, yeah, yeah, because because basically Raz goes on like a, a spirit journey almost, where he's like going into the forest and raising the totem poles of all this six six founders. But then he realizes, oh, there's another one. There's a seventh one, and that's like the big mystery, isn't it? 
Um, and we find out that's our main bad guy. Yeah. yeah. In this hub area, where you can see the jet and all of that, you can go over towards the campgrounds, which is, mm-hmm. to me, a sort of hub area, or at least a pseudo-hub area. We have the isolation chamber, mm-hmm. where we are going to have to get a quest from him. Bring me a bee. Yeah. And I can talk to the bee. Uh, that character likes to be inside all the time because... Too many thoughts. There are always too many thoughts around. Every, every, everyone's always talking to him. Yeah, he can he can hear everything talking to him. Yeah, you bring, I think you bring him three bees, and he's like, "No, that's too many bees." <laughs> <laughs> there is the inventor. Yeah, I didn't use him as much as I thought I would. I, I just kept forgetting to go back to him. He gives you. I got the stray thoughts um, detector mm-hmm. but I never went back for anything and even at the end of the game they're like hey go and see this guy there's tons of stuff that you can borrow from him did you get the camera nope I don't know if there is that much oh really uh, maybe I was just missing the camera then like hey you should go back because it's like maybe I had a couple more things to get from him well that would have been good for your screenshots yeah well you get to buy all the filters yeah because I saw that there's all did the... you buy all the filters yeah, yeah no no camera yeah. yeah no I saw all those filters in the in the shop and I was like what are they for uh, I'll find out later I guess then they just never went back to it yeah I did like, I don't know if we, we probably had to do it before now, but using the ball to avoid like toxic areas mm-hmm. and electrified water. Right. Yeah. I did like that. You're levitating above it basically mm-hmm. yeah. with your thoughts. I did like the fact that you could, again, change the color of that ball, mm-hmm. but I didn't like that there are only three slots and that the ball color would count as one. <laughs> okay. You could, however, be somewhat clever and do multiple colors and get a different color. They only offer you about like three different colors. Mm-hmm. But if you do blue and red together, you get purple. Uh, yeah, I do, do I, yellow I, I, and red together, you get orange. So you could get multiple ones, but you're giving up one of the big perks of the game. For me, connecting the thoughts to get health was mm-hmm. huge. Okay. Because I was using that all the time to just stock up on health. Mm -hmm. And also then I wanted to do this from the beginning of the game, being able to do that to gain money. That was great. And by the end of the game, you just have so much Mm. titanium. (laughs) It's it's ridiculous. Falling out of your purse. And you can also, as you are about to shop, put up the perk for like 50% off. Right, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so, yeah, money by the end is not, but early game, it mm-hmm. felt like it was dragging on and they had some things like that that were behind a level wall. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't get it until you're level 42 or That's level right, 50. Yeah. That, to me, is a fine concept. I think I would have tweaked it a little bit further. There are just some times where I felt, especially with the stars, that I was ready for that next level long before I could get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, it's another thing I didn't I didn't use much was the shop. So it's like, and and, and I appreciate that that you can play the game without using it. Mm. So it's like, it's there if you want it. Some people are really into that. Some people are really into cosmetic upgrades and things like that. I'm not, but I'm glad that they're they're there. You know, that's it's good. With uh, the campsite, that's where they have that weird rundown diner that the. 
That was a weird, <laughs> uncomfortable scene, but I loved it. <laughs> it's just the way she speaks. Those animals are terrified. Uh, it's just it was that was the creepiest thing in this game, man. It was brilliant. <laughs> also, she's using dirt instead of flour. <laughs> yeah, but she's making pancakes for that. Yeah, that I guy. Think for the coach, I think. Yeah, right? that's yeah. her mentor. Yeah, was it Oleander or something like that? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like, I don't think that's how you make pancakes. <laughs> and then she's like, she, she, tells, she tells a joke or something like that, and she's like, my jokes are funny, right? And then all the animals are just like cowering away. She's like, she just turns around with like a hatchet. She's like, right? <laughs> or something like that. It's just so, it's so out there, man. It's brilliant. Uh, Walking around here, I like the look of this area, but some of this area feels a bit slow. Yeah, yeah. The it, funicular train, I love. It's so slow. Mm -hmm. And Raz pretty much every time says the same things about, well, this puts the fun in funicular, which, <laughs> fine, okay, there's your pun. Funny the first time. Yeah. And, well, they don't call it a fasticular or something like that. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay. But it can still be faster. <laughs> <laughs> it looks great, though. There is the waterfall that goes up instead of down. Yeah. Did you get behind the water? Yeah. I had a lot of trouble making that work. Me too. Okay. Yeah, you're not alone. There's a lot of exploring here, but the biggest thing here is finding the family and mm -hmm. talking to all of the family. We find out that Raz's sister is also psychic, mm -hmm. but the whole family has a thing against psychics, and also there's still this curse about Water. Water. Mm -hmm. And so that means that every time Raz falls into water, you get about two hops before it just brings you down and then you have to go back to your checkpoint. It takes a, a little section of your health every time. Gets a little irritating. Yeah. And then it gets a lot irritating. <laughs> <laughs> because, there's, because there's so much water in this game. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so many difficult jumps that happen to be around water mm. and then just other times where you can get so close to hopping out of the water but oh yeah you're right at the shoreline yeah. kind of thing. You're like, yeah just one more to hop is all i need and like nope you use them all up yeah <laughs> the grandmother especially warns stay away from water mm -hmm. so do they just never bathe do they smell really bad <laughs> would be one of my niggling questions I, th I think they just mean deep water i guess yeah so maybe, no, no baths, only showers. Maybe, maybe, yeah. or uh, maybe just sponge baths. That's all they get. Stand in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> the father, though, also has a bit of this power, and so he's exploring this, mm -hmm. which the mother does not seem to like very much. Yeah. Should we get into the big thing now? Yeah, sure. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of where I, I don't like it. Mm -hmm. um, let's get into the, the the big, big thing, which is Malikula. Yep. She controlled water. She was a water psychic. And I appreciate the sort of backstory of her going to... Grulovia. And trying to save it, but then it became, I think, Civil War again. Mm -hmm. And so she just destroyed it. Yeah. <laughs> a bit like if if you can't enjoy it then you can't have it mm -hmm. and did awful things but also was 
apparently the psychic who predicted that this whole family would die to water. Right. And at the same time, seems to be the one doing this to the whole family. Mm -hmm. And it's his grandmother. I don't like it. I don't... There doesn't always have to be this connection. Mm -hmm. It's sort of the Skywalker problem in Star Wars that everything has to revolve around this family when it didn't really need to. It was fine for three movies and then they extended it into nine and it just went too far. Here, do we really need everything to be so connected? Could it not just be somebody separate? Someone else, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you know, then then it takes more pages to explain that to an audience, you know? Uh, I, I, I've got no idea. I actually think it would take less. Well, I mean, maybe, yeah. Uh, because instead of just saying there was this other one mm, and yeah. we ignored her, oh, we erased her mind, made your father think that this is his mother when really it's his aunt. Mm-hmm. And then you all had to grow up thinking it was her. And it's another person. It's not... Really, her is it? It's uh, they put the mind of someone else into the grandmother, wasn't it? No, I think oh. that the grandmother died, but the grandmother's sister took her place. Because I thought I thought Maligula was Lucretia. Lucretia, I think so. Right, but that's not actually Raz's grandmother. That's Raz's great aunt. Oh, okay, okay. I, mean, I missed that part of the story. Then, okay, so the, fair enough. The grandmother, the grandmother died. Mm-hmm. Ford made Raz's father. He impressed him with memories, mixed up the memories, so that he would convert the memories of his mother to his aunt. Ah, okay. Yes, it was... (laughs) That's what I mean. I missed that part. (laughs) I feel like it's just way more complicated than Mm -hmm. it needs to be, and it has to tie everything in here. Because there's already enough characters as it is, you know? There are elements to really good story here, but I just feel like it's bogged down by trying to make everything connect Mm. in this way. And to also throw in what to me feels like, what a twist. Mm. I don't need that. Yeah. (laughs) I think we would be fine to just have Maligula be a separate character. I was happy just to have her as Lucretia, you know? Like, it doesn't have to be, yeah, the grandmother as well, or whatever, the aunt. Yeah, Yeah. okay, fair enough. And I don't know if Tim Schafer had that in mind the whole time, Mm -hmm. and he's just sticking to his original idea for the story, or if this is what he thought was a clever way to do that. It's not awful, but it feels to me in this day and age very kind of tropey mm. of uh, so many tropes of everybody's connected people aren't who you thought they were everybody does something bad which is kind of the message of the story where this one kind of works in a way that some other maybe movies don't where it's just a twist to be a twist here mm. i think he's trying to impress upon us that even our heroes make mistakes yeah and I appreciate that. But again, it didn't have to be connected to Raz. That whole story could have just been Lucretia on her own mm-hmm. and not connected here. And I think that would have been enough. Yeah. It just felt like one or two twists too many. <laughs> one or two connections too many. It does fill in the gaps, though, of the story of 
why Raz has these powers because they're passed down from his family if it's a genetic thing mm -hmm. and it seems to be in this world yep okay and it connects a lot of people I didn't really need we've added a bunch of characters to add more connections but that's fine I just think to me like I said it was too many connections too sort of intricate and spider webby let's just I kind of want to go back to more simple stories, mm -hmm. which is weird because that's not normally who I am. I love these complicated movies and games and, and the stories that often go with that. But I'm just getting really burnt out on you can't trust the person who seems the nicest or the least likely person, in this case, grandma. Or Nick John Smith. Yeah, is going to be somebody bad. Mm. And it's just getting to the point where I predict it most of the time. Because it happens most of the time. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, that that kind of sucks, especially in movies like where you like you kind of know, like, well, there's the bad guy. But it, it, and you, even if it's not, you spend the whole movie waiting for it to happen, and then it's like, yeah, it kind of ruins the experience. I am more shocked. To me, it feels more of a twist in modern day to have somebody be who they say they are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hello everyone. Have, Hello, everyone. I'm the bad guy in this film. Or to have somebody be the good person, and you're expecting them to betray the hero. Yeah. And they never do. They're just a good person. Mm -hmm. That, to me, feels more of a twist, because modern-day storytelling has just created this expectation now. You didn't think it was going to be them. No, I did. I did. You've trained me now. <laughs> yeah. You've trained me now. So I feel like we almost need to go through a period of let's have some just straight forward storytelling. Yeah, exactly. I just feel maybe we need to go through a period of some straightforward storytelling before we can really get back to that, before I can really be shocked by these mm. twists anymore. But who knows? Maybe more stuff will come out and it'll be told in a way that I can't expect. But let's get back to Psychonauts and off of my very very big detour inside tangent and rant about the twists in in media really, what what would be the next section of the game was would it be the ford section yeah it was for, it was for me yeah so I, I mean or is it ford or is it the other characters uh for, for for me i went to the forest i found the family did a little poured around there a little bit Went to see the B guy, mm -hmm. <clears throat> and then I and then his main thing was like I wanted his bowling cart, and so that was like okay, and then because the game is quite good about not holding your hand, and there's no quest markers, there's not nothing like that, and I, I love that about games where, where you don't know what you're doing because it forces you to pay attention to the story and to, to pay attention to what's going on around you. There is information in the journal, though. But that's what... But there is. But so you can read it. You can go back and search for it. Yeah. So it's like... But it'll never be like, just place a quest marker here. You know, it's like... You can you can look at the quest and it'll tell you what to do on the quest, but it won't tell you where you're supposed to be going. So I was like, okay, this bowling card is important. I remember seeing the bowling alley. It's back to the hub. And so for me, it was... I was on a quest to, like, get Ford's mind put back together again from here. And that is in any order, I think. I'm not... I don't think that's sequential no you can do that as far as i know you can do that in any order but to get into each of those sections you have to do something as well yes so it's fetch quest 
to do fetch quests to do fetch quests to actually get into the different levels. It's okay. I think there were again maybe one or two more levels of that that maybe I didn't need mm-hmm. that I would have liked to have gone straight in. But yes, if you get the bees, then I think you can get the senior bowling cards. So you can get into there. And the bowling level was magical. I like that one. <laughs> it's definitely one of those visual. This is very different. Welcome to a new level kind yeah. of game. Mm-hmm. And it's what Psychonauts was too. Mm-hmm. We had multiple levels that were just unique to themselves. So this one where you have to get the bowling ball to its sort of end point and get the next bowling ball. It becomes a marble roller game. It's like, <laughs> okay, fair enough. Which finding some of the figments in this one was yeah. really tricky. Mm-hmm. I did one section right towards the end of the level, I think, where I just walked around as Raz. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that wasn't too bad. Oh, but there's this section I need to do to get those figments. Oh, so that part that I just walked around, I actually <laughs> have to get the bowling ball to do all of that too with elevators going up and down and going on mm-hmm. very thin platforms, which walking was fine. Yeah. One thing that I would have loved in that level though was just to be instructed how to get off the bowling ball. Right. Because I missed a figment right at the beginning, and I could have gotten it, but I thought that I was stuck on the bowling ball and I couldn't get off. I I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about because I went back. Once I learned, oh, this is how you get off the ball. I think it's shift or something like that. I I don't know what it's on a controller, but um, as soon as I learned to get off, I was like, okay, I'm going back because now I can go back and get that figment. I loved it made me laugh out loud was the elevator where it's like oh this is broken and then you get up in the bowling ball he's like oh look at that the elevator's working and oh no no it's gone back down again and every time you get up it's like oh it's fixed oh no no sorry it's broken again it's just like it, that elevator never works it's pretty funny I, I love that uh, but yeah this is a great level this is a really good level and this is what this game does and this is why this is I think this is why we, we play the Psychonauts games is at least me, me I'm looking for these amazingly twisted and weird warped realities it's like, it's like walking through a salvador dali painting at points you know it's brilliant uh, this is why i play these games i love that i also like the different combinations of ways you can use your powers mm-hmm. and i think that those two things alone are what make the exploration fun you never know what you're going to see and also there's always going to be some little tricky things to figure out how to get that half a brain or how to get up to that platform those kind of things Mm. with this kind of game though that is a slight downfall in the fact that when you have multiple choices of areas you can go to sometimes i wasn't sure if i had all the powers i needed to conquer a level Mm. and if perhaps it was walled behind the fact that i didn't have one of my abilities yet okay so like with the barber one i probably could have done it but there is a point where i was trapped by all these head lice i found that a bit challenging yeah yeah and i thought i just didn't have the power i needed yet or maybe i needed to level up one of my powers Mm -hmm. maybe the fire to just burn them away or that's what i was trying to do yeah not realizing i could actually do it already with what i had that is a slight thing but i'll take that for the joy it gives me when I do figure stuff out. Right. I didn't like the barbershop level quite as much. No, but I liked what it was. I liked the message behind it because it's like, why are you killing all all these little guys? They haven't done anything to you. And it's like, it's a direct play on what 
um, what happened in Grulovia, isn't it? It's, it's like it's hinting at the, the bigger picture, the bigger story here. Yeah, it's pretty good. But it's not my favourite level, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think it's mostly because of the, <laughs> the headlines, because I tried for so long. Mm. And just it was the first it. one. Like the, It's the, the first one I tried as well. Oh, right. uh, of these three. Right, yeah. My, I went bowling shop, cooking show, barber shop. That's, that's the way that I did it. No. No, 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 no not the cooking show. Because that was for something else. What was yes. it? What were the three levels of him then? Bowling shop, barber shop, post office. Ah, post office. Ah, yeah, the post. Oh, post office. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about the post yeah. office. I, I liked it. I both love and hate this level. Yeah, it's a, it's an annoying platformy level for sure, man. It's fun to figure out, and it looks beautiful when you first get in there. You're like, am I actually gonna be? It's like because at first you're like, that looks amazing. But I don't think I'll get to interact with that. And it's like, no, that is the level. It's like Disneyland in there, man. It's brilliant. I saw that and I went, this is huge. Yeah. This is going to take me forever. Yes. <laughs> Finding some of the extra stuff was really annoying and tricky. This is one of those areas where some of the platforming doesn't work quite as well. Mm. There's a golden thing on top of a lamp I never could figure out how to get. I would get right on top of it, yep. but just miss it. Mm. And to do it again... It's like a few minutes to get all the way back around again. Yeah. There is an area where you slide down and I just couldn't get all the figments. And I did find a way to sort of loop myself around, but that gets really tiresome. And it just felt like there was no way to do it in one loop. Right. There probably is. Speedrunners have probably figured it out. But as a casual player, mm. it felt like I was just subjecting myself to doing this over and over and over again. Yeah. Finding some of the paths and how you could change the letter floating path mm -hmm. at times was good, but there were some stuff that just, as I would hit a lever, I wasn't exactly sure what happened. Yeah, what does this do? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because it's not like usually in games when you pull a switch or something like that, the camera will pan over to what you've activated just to give you a hint. This is this is what you've done. But in this one, you pull it, it's like... All right, let's, let's have a look around and see what this is activated. Overall, though, like, it is good. I think this is one of those things, the second time I would play it, I would like it much more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You put all the image pieces back, Ford gets his brain back, and now he can explain what's happened. Yeah. We've had all our, our boss fights, our exploration. I think part of the thing, too, with, especially with the postal levels, it was just took so long to get through. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think sometimes it's not how big it is. It's just how long it takes me to get through and how much joy I'm getting there. And I, I that's where I think that it was kind of running a bit thin. Yeah. But beyond that, then we can actually go to, what is it, Pine Needle Grove or something? Mm -hmm. Another hub area. And we can meet other characters. And this is where we can meet the guy who does the plants. Yeah. And with the plants, that's where... You're on the island, and you have to... How did you get the door? Because you asked me about that, but I don't remember. Yeah, honestly, man, it was... It, basically, you just walk... I tried everything. You're trying to float across the islands. You're trying to jump. You're trying everything. And then I was like, what do I do? And you're like, you, you were like, oh, there's something about a door. And I was like, yeah, but I can't see a door. And I, There is a door that you, that you come into. That's the door. And all you got to do in the game is like... It waits for you to get so frustrated. You're like, right, I'm leaving. And then as you go to leave, you press F and the door just falls down and then you ride it away. 
<laughs> it was even simpler than yeah. I thought. I thought you, you don't had have to, to do anything. I thought you had to do it with one of your powers. You just have to way. walk. You just have to be like, I'm out of options. I'm leaving and I'm coming back later. And as you go to leave, that's how you advance the game. And it becomes a boat. Yes. There's one of those bottles, again, where I had to just keep doing it to try to get all the figments. Mm. Some of the platforming here, a little tricky. But overall, not bad. And some of it was puzzle oriented you could use your mind to create an empty spot Mm -hmm. in the water so that you could hop onto bottles that were underwater yeah i like that i like i like the seas and i love talking about the bad guy is the good guy that moth who's always like don't take the seeds don't take the seeds and then by the end of it you're like he's like i told you not to take them <laughs> like this boss fight you're fighting against you've been like telling him to get lost the entire time and he's been like getting annoying you and like leave the seeds alone you you, don't, you, you shouldn't be messing with these you're like i need them and then by the end you're like oh these seeds are not and then even the gardener's like oh now i remember why i threw those seeds away <laughs> <laughs> Uh, brilliant. We did skip over one because to get the bowling pass, the senior bowling pass, I think that's when we had to do the cooking show. Yeah. So we should talk about that one because that for me is one of the best sections of the game. The cooking show was brilliant. Yeah. Just a really great concept. Mm-hmm. And the way that they've taken a few things, but you have to do it multiple times, multiple ways. The meat that needs to be cut by the carver. Yeah. It looks like a pig. And then you have to take it a pig to be cut. Yeah, he's like, this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, hi, Grandpa. And he's like, now it's even weirder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love how the, yeah, because the, the audience are the ingredients. It's like, oh, my God, that's brilliant. And they're all so happy about it. Like, the, you got to <clears throat> blend blend a strawberry in the juicer. And this strawberry's like, because I'm like, pick me, pick me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is timed. So there is... And you got plenty of time. You got plenty of time, but that is probably the, the challenge of it. Also, remembering what you need to do yeah. is a little bit tricky. Yeah, and each thing's on a timer that takes a different time. So I think like the blending is the what, longest one. I think you, So while that while something's blending, you should be away doing something else. Yeah, it's it's like those... I don't know. I don't really play those cooking games. You've got way more experience in that avenue than I do. But like cooking mama and stuff like that, is that not what this is like? Like put stuff in the microwave, it's, it's on a timer, do this other thing? A bit. Mm. Uh, it's also a bit like size matters, which we've done. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Things take a different amount of time. So you have to know the order of operations as mm. well. And lots of interesting, fun platforming on this section. Mm. So I really liked it. I didn't really like the boss fight as much just because there was so much vomit involved. Yeah, a little bit gross. Um, (laughs) And it just took... I knew what I was doing, but it just took forever to do. I got to the last guy as well and I died. And it's like, yep, you're doing this from the start. (sighs) I'm pretty sure I had to restart this one as well. Yeah. But back to the green needle pine. Mm -hmm. The bee lady, we need... she, She is the green needle witch or whatever. Yeah. And it's because she's been controlled by the bees now, I believe. Mm -hmm. And so to get up to her place, you have to hold a smoker Mm -hmm. to get all the way, which holding it the whole time was a bit tiresome. (laughs) But once you get through once, you pretty much don't have to do it again, at least once you've conquered her section. Her section, I believe, is the library section. Yeah. Which... I love the look of the library. I love the idea of the library. 
But exploring the library was the most cumbersome of any section of the game for me. Yeah, there's a hard a lot, a lot of platforming, a lot of up, a lot of falling down in this. This was this was like the most vertical out of all the levels for me, I think. And there's a lot of time drawers that you have to freeze, mm. and if you don't freeze it just right, or you could sort of freeze one, but you don't freeze the next mm. one, so the order becomes awkward to jump across. Right. I fell so many times, and there's some figments on the sort of decoration chandelier. I never thing. got up there. I, I know what I have to do. I had to make the, the I got one down. of them, but then trying to jump up to them, I think I tried to do the super jump with the ball mm -hmm. and missed it and then fell all the way back down to the bottom. Yeah. And I think at that point I said I've had enough. I'm out. Yeah. But no, it was an interesting level. I like that. Yeah. The, the, the look of it is great. Just this like massive panopticon of a library, you know, it's, it was pretty cool. And the boss fight in this I enjoyed as well. What was the boss fight? The boss fight was the librarian and you have to, the, the three versions of herself as you find, you know, you find them, you unlock them. You, you had to go to... There's a lot of water in this area where you had to go and... You had to go to the three different parts of town. Sort yes. Of. And then yes. you take a page out of the book and that's that's them. And then at the end, they throw you like, here, hit her with this ruler. And then they, they'll toss your ruler. You throw it at her. She'll fall down. You send the paper guy through the bars. And then one of the girls will jump inside her and then they just fill her up and take over her body kind of thing. That's right. And that's sort of dealing with the different aspects of her personality all yes. coming together, which is actually what we had to do to make the boss fight happen, right? We yep. had to bring them... The librarian wanted all the different pieces of her, but then once they're all together, they worked against her in yeah. a sort of coup. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a really fun section. I love the look of that area with the water. And I didn't always like having to walk across and jump across the water and trying to get all the figments, but figuring out each of the different sections and having it be one of those levels where you look at it from the start and realize I'm going to be able to explore mm. all of these sections was kind of nice. I think the last of these to talk about then is probably the longest one, which is... Concert? Yeah. Mm. So the concert, the Sai King, I believe, <laughs> yeah. and all of the senses, mm -hmm. where we have to literally get the band back together now for this one. Yep. And in this one, we have to... Well, it's Jack Black mm -hmm. plays the Sai King. No surprise there. He even gets to do a song. Fantastic. No surprise there either. <laughs> <laughs> he just has such a connection with Double Fine. It's Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he's just in every game they do. And honestly, the way they use him, I have no problem with that. Yeah. I'll bet I'll bet Tim Schafer gets a good deal as well. He's like, just calls up, hey Jack, doing a new game. You want are you in? It's like, yeah, man, I'm in. Can't pay that much though. He's like, ah, no, no problem. <laughs> It does get a little bit long because there's so much, but thank goodness we didn't have to do each sense individually. Yeah. <laughs> they put, I think, the nose and the ear together. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, like, yeah, I, I was worried that I'm going to have to do, like, five of these levels, but it's, like, it'll, it's only two or three, I think. But I'm pretty sure it's through this that you get your time-stopping ability. Because so you, you need that, that to, to stop the, the propellers and stuff mm -hmm. like that, yeah. I love the look of these levels, though. So psychedelic, man. <laughs> yeah. I love 
getting the band back together literally. I think that's a great concept. And I actually kind of liked what happened with the story here. It's very weird, but it's very weird. Double find Psychonauts weird. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, what's his name? Long Bear? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Where he's still frozen under the ice, but his brain is here. Yeah, they, they managed to save his brain. Yeah. <laughs> it was in that giant jar of all the brains. Yeah. It works really well, honestly. Mm-hmm. I like that part. I like that story. But then that kind of leads us up right towards the end, right? So we have our astrolathe. Astrolathe, yep. We're covered in bees. I'm covered in bees! We are able to get rid of the bees. We're able to get rid of the plants thanks to those last two of the founders that we find and help. And that is, again, one of the things I love about the game is that we aren't just doing the typical fetch quest. Yeah, I'll help you, but I need... I need ham for my sandwich. Go do that and mm-hmm. bring that back. What we are doing in our fetch quest is often going inside their minds and trying to help them with trauma and trying to help them with yeah, some of yeah, their trying problems. Yeah, deal with stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so that I really appreciate. And I think that that's part of what makes, even with the twists that are too much for me, I still appreciate it because I still appreciate the heart and the sentiment behind what Psychonauts is. Mm-hmm. And what it's still continuing to do here in what I guess is the third game. But obviously this is two. Mm. So canonically, this is the second game. But we do get that warning before we use the astrolabe. As we've gotten like three or four times in this game, if you're going to do this, you won't be able to do anything for a while. So are you sure you want to do it? Always making me second guess if I really (laughs) want to do it now. But we're going to go inside Nona's Mind. We're going to get our three-act circus with the knife-throwing the carousel that we have to stop with strength and balancing on the tennis ball and trying to get it to fall into its container and you said you had a problem with this i just rolled it in first go i'm glad for you i (laughs) I struggle so much i would get it so close and either i think just get it short or it would bounce over Mm, now my my problem was i didn't know what the third thing was i was like it can't be that tennis ball thing (laughs) it's like yeah yeah it is (laughs) We take Lily and Raz to enter into, I think, Truman's mind. And inside is Nick. But Nick John Smith, we find out his real brain. Hmm. He was actually ruler or meant to be ruler of Grulovia. And so we do this sort of, it's a small world after all, but for Grulovia. Yeah. And everything was great until I think Ford Kroller came around. And in Nick's mind, Lucretia, as Maligula, was everything. She saved them. How dare Ford take her away from them? Mm. And he deserves to be the ruler, and he's the greatest, and he's the most handsome It's in the song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Exploring here was, again, a bit of fun. Very stylistic. Having to... Uh, you were asking me about the scene changes. Yeah. Where yeah. we have to move the different characters and set pieces so that we can hop up into the holes in the set mm-hmm. and get the next piece. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's good. And I, I, I like this section because, again, I'm all about the, this, this, the, the lore dump. So it's like it kind of lays a big chunk of the story when you hear and and it's not just told to you. you it's not just you, exposition. Yeah. You get it bits like and pieces and sometimes the environment gives you more than... Mm-hmm what their words, what their dialogue will. Yeah, yeah. There's little set pieces where you can see, like, 
important parts of the Gruluvian history or whatever, and you can kind of piece it together yourself, and you're explicitly told through some kind of audio log kind of stuff as well. So yeah, it's it's, it's a great level for that. It's also a great level for doing the puzzle platforming, mm-hmm. especially in regards to using your powers to their best of ability. You pretty much use everything at your disposal here. Which is great. I do get a bit annoyed when games introduce a mechanic only for, say, one level, and then you never use it again. Mm. They don't do that here. We've used them so many times, and by this point, you should know how to use everything, and you should hopefully have stuff leveled up enough so that it's not too tricky to get through. Yeah, yeah. And you feel you feel good using them. You're like, yeah, I know my I know my way around this now. It's like you're zipping through those like thought bubble things. You're just like, pew, 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 pew. Yeah, yeah you're going like t- turbo speed. And again, that's where I would turn on my health and money. So I'd made sure right, that I got right. as much as I could <laughs> going back and forth. Lily the whole time is trying to help Raz get through the ride as well and usually breaking it <laughs> from the <laughs> control room. <laughs> yeah. You're not helping. Outside, the agents arrive. They don't understand the brain swap that's happened. Maligula rises and remembers. So Raz gets her... Uh, sorry, Raz gets to the camp to see his family. The father's memories are returning as well. So all of the sort of fake memories put in there are now being washed away mm-hmm. a bit. They do their weird pyramid thing that they've been talking about the whole game. <laughs> yeah. To launch Raz into the boss fight, I believe. Yeah. In the boss fight, we've already had one time where the interns sort of helped, but they're doing it now. And this is, again, where I'm just I I don't know that I really know them well enough or that I like them well enough to mm. have them come in and go, oh, well, this such teamwork. We got your back. Yeah. And I was like... Well, where have you been for the yeah, last, exactly. like, 15 hours of yeah. the game? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this boss fight was weird because I, I don't know it was just like the least challenging out of all the boss fights it was it felt very under underwhelming yeah there are funnels of water that come out and snakes war snakes yeah but yeah it's, it's, it was pretty basic yeah I, and, and, I, I, I don't know about for you but for me i just I, again i just went for hit face you know with with side blast it was, it was every other boss fight it was like they had, they had like a little mechanic a little gimmick like you got to do this first throw the light bulb into the tentacle do yeah that kind of stuff or or yeah the the throw the 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 quill at the librarian whatever this was just like nah just roll around on a ball and slow her down and hit her with side blasts and then noni makes raz giant that was a lot of fun I I could do with a whole game of that, man. That was like Godzilla versus you know whatever, because <laughs> it's so short as well. It's like it's 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 so it's over so so fast. I was like, man, I almost want to, I almost want to die just so I can replay this level. <laughs> I hope that the Ratchet and Clank series comes to Steam, right? Because they do some of that in a couple of the games. Ah, and I, okay. okay. As like a mini game. Right. I think you would yeah, love no, it. No, that was a lot of fun. I, I, I really enjoyed that. That part of the boss fight was brilliant. I enjoy it, but I don't really like it. I don't like it story-wise, and I don't like it because it just... Well, one, it took me a long time to figure it out. I kind of kept stepping back and then stepping forward and then stepping mm. back. I couldn't seem to quite get the timing ah, okay. down right. But also, the whole idea is... To throw the dark side of Noni into the pit, mm-hmm. the pit of her mind, 
that they've created a space for and it's just gonna be okay after that yeah we're just gonna try, bury try not it to again. think too hard about that part yeah but that's the problem yeah. is so much of the game talks about that that i couldn't help but think about that yeah. and it didn't make any sense to me and it felt like yes everybody has a dark side i get that but we need to put it in its place mm. is that what they're trying to say i didn't quite get the message yeah just just lock all your emotional baggage away <laughs> it's like what i was trying to say but it doesn't seem like that like everything else they've done up until now has been that's exactly what you shouldn't do yeah exactly because that's what made all the founders miserable was mm. locking everything away but that's what it feels like they're doing here is it almost feels like they're contradicting themselves mm. Yeah, I didn't try to think too hard about it. I got to that part, I was like, I, exactly the same as you. I was like, huh? wait, what? And then, oh, Dan, just forget about it. Just just, just keep going. <laughs> Watch the credits. Okay. Yeah, so here we use sigh breath and punches. Yeah, yeah. To yeah. push her back. Yeah, because they brought that back from the original Psychonauts. There's one level where you're a giant and you're destroying the town. That was my favorite level in Psychonauts 1. So I was kind of hoping that they brought it back like giant Raz, and they did. But yeah, very, very, very briefly. After the game... Well, okay, so we already talked about the massive amounts of Lots credits. Of credits. Yeah. But after the game, basically you can talk to everybody. It's a bit like the after game in costume quest 2 mm -hmm. and i really like it in costume quest 2 but i really don't like it here and i think part of the problem is everybody is so spread out yeah i i spoke to um foresight she's Forsyth, right there she's there she's going on holiday you find out that noni's gonna retire in green needle gulch and ford's gonna be with her but that's also <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna have to go all the way there yeah. to talk to them. I just exited out the game as soon as I talked to Forsyth. I was like, right, I know, I know what's going on here, and I'm, I'm done. <laughs> and I just felt like I was it worth it going back to talk to them? Not for me. Right. I think you would appreciate it more. We've talked about other games where you enjoyed doing that. Mm. This one to me, I think Custom Quest Two works because it's at a party and everybody's and right everyone's there. there. Yeah, I did not want to go through the whole hub and speak to everyone again. And that's what it felt like to me. Go to the camp to talk to your family. Go to Green Needle Gulch to talk to Ford and mm. Lucy, I yeah. guess, now. Yeah, it just, to me, didn't feel worth it because we couldn't rush through it. And I didn't really feel like I was getting a lot more information. I think Forsyth, yes, that kind of sums up what happened. Yeah. But everybody else, mm. not not so much. I'm glad it's there, and I'm sure that some people love that. But I just felt, like I said before, a lot of the characters I didn't really feel like I got to know well enough to really feel a connection to. Right. And that's partly on me. Some people feel connections very easily towards characters. Some people, for example, in Stardew Valley, they love so many of the different characters and they want to go through the game multiple times to do multiple relationships. I didn't care about the relationships. Mm. I just cared about the farming. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do some farming. Let me do some fishing. I don't really care about a lot of the other stuff. I'll, I'll try it, but it didn't really hold my interest. So that kind of aspect, that part of the game didn't work for me, but that's just who I am as a person as well. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm very much that kind of person. You, you know me. Like <laughs> I really get into those games and, 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 and live them. But even for me, 
at the end, I had no in, no no interest in going back around to talk to anyone. As soon as I talked to Forsyth, I was like, right, I'm done, and I exited out, and I was I was done, and I've uninstalled it. I'm not going back, you know, because um, I I only play things once, you generally, but yeah, I was like, I felt like. I felt satisfied, let's put it that way. And I knew that it would be like a bit of a drag, a bit of a drag going through. And yeah, I didn't really feel anything for any of the characters. So it's like, yeah, I'm kind of good. After that, though, you can still go back and get all the collectibles you didn't get before. Yeah. And that, to me, is a great double fine touch of mm-hmm. not only having this kind of ending where you can talk to all the characters if you want to, but also allowing you to go back to the different sections with the different powers and get the things you didn't before. And that's what a lot of completionists want. And, and like maybe that's why they've got all the extra dialogue in there, so that when you go back to find everything, because you sure as hell ain't finding everything on your first playthrough. No way. Um, but like, so that you've still got things to do. So it's like you can still have new interactions with people as you go through the game. Like, oh, I'm going to go back and find this. Like, oh, let's see. Oh, they, they said, maybe they said, oh, good job about that. You know, well, well done. Cool. It's great for the achievement hunters that mm. want to, like I said, collect everything. It's also great for people that just want to explore again. If they had done the giant level in that mine revisiting area, you definitely would have done that again. Mm, yeah. And imagine if you had, I mean, you could have gone back. You could have done the bowling ball one again if you wanted. Mm-hmm. You could do that kind of thing. So if there's a level you really wanted to play again, you could. Overall, some of it was a bit much, but it was a fun ride, and I was very glad to play it. Now that I've played it, now that we've talked about it, now I can watch the Double Fine Adventure talk about Psychonauts 2. Which Finally. <laughs> they only actually, I think, this year started putting it up on YouTube. Ah, uh, okay. Mm. So good timing for that, but I started to watch it before I played, or maybe as I was playing, and I thought, you know, I think I better wait. Uh, because I hate spoilers, so I'll wait mm-hmm. and I'll watch it after. And I think now, now I'm ready, mm. and I'm gonna love it because I love watching them create a game, and especially a game like this that I really enjoyed. Gaps for more of Gaps created. <laughs> <laughs>